Hey everyone, welcome to Right On Radio. What a great show we have for you today. Yes, we are going to show you exactly what a portal looks like. And Jesse, would we even maybe be giving away a location? We would. We're giving away exact location. Pay attention, people. This is not your regular Ghostbuster type thing. (laughs) (laughs) No, and speaking of Ghostbusters, we're going to be talking about gaslighting. And we're also going to be talking about how this all ties in with the Matrix and how they're connecting us to the grid and everything else. And we've got the world's foremost expert on the subject going to be joining us in just a few minutes. But first, let's do this. News, views, opinions, and attitudes. Attitudes. There's actually uh, intriguing talk. You know, they talk about the news. And you have to respect them for that. You're listening to Right On Radio. I love the fact that they have to respect us for that. And it's not optional, according to (laughs) Big Radio Voice Guy. (laughs) Well, according to Big Radio Voice Guy, but in the real world, Jeff, everything's optional. (laughs) (laughs) And we do preach live right in the real world. Again, we don't teach you uh, how to live or make those decisions for you, but we will expose the real world. And the real world world includes the spiritual world because, in fact, Jesse, the spiritual world is more real than the physical world. That's right. We all were created spirits first and then became, had a body. We'll just say, I don't know what, what would you even call that, Jeff? A body development that God made for our spirit? Well, he gave us a flesh suit to withstand the, uh, the earthly, uh, atmosphere. (laughs) There we go. That's a good way to put it. (laughs) Yeah. And and to make us very, uh, Well, disposable, you might say in a word, because we, we, these bodies do not last forever. So we are forced to make a choice at some point in time in our life. Do you want to carry on with eternal life uh, in a good place, or do you want to carry on in a bad place? And God gives you that free will choice to do it. And you're forced to, because of this earth suit that you are in. You know, I just had a very strange thought. Um, that verse, the days he formed for us came into my mind. And I just thought about that, that we only have this flesh suit for those days that were formed for us. Other than that, we have our eternal immortal body. And let me tell you, Jesse, mine is thin and good looking. (laughs) With fabulous hair, Jeff. Uh, yeah but and and i so that might be a stretch because we might not be able to get that purple shampoo (laughs) jeff this is what all they want for christmas (laughs) well come on the lord wouldn't deny us those beautiful things in heaven right Right. right. i'm gonna send it to everybody this (laughs) that's I, i people are getting those gifts from me as well uh, okay, so we're going to play a video, and this video is from a couple years ago, but all of a sudden, it's very important. The locations are important, 
and the players in this video are very important. Now, for those of you listening on uh, Podbean, uh, I'm going to put a picture, I'm going to put some pictures up on the cover art so you'll be able to see what we're talking about. Uh, otherwise, you can tune in uh, to the beginning of this uh, on our right on radio. Uh, so YouTube slash C slash right on radio. Channel two is uh, CH2 is where you'd find it if you wanted to go look for it on YouTube. Uh, but it's also there's audio in this clip. It's about four minutes long. But I think it's really important timing that we bring this out. Absolutely. So let me just share my screen, Jesse. All right. And here we go. Standing by the western wall. 
לאתר את המאחד ולחזק, לא נטו רחבי הבחורים. לא דאגו עם חרב ולא יובדו עוד מלחמה, אמן Standing by the the menorah. Okay. We are in the synagogue. We clearly can see it by the, the, the shining floor. signing something and there look we're standing next to the pomegranate bima so jesse what were we looking at there well uh that supposedly is the Sanhedrin council building. Um, so you've got their sacred space in there and they've got the you know, pomegranate where supposedly they keep some important, um, the Torah, um, some other important writings. But, um, you know, that's why I like to try to, you know, it's hard sometimes to put into words the things that I've experienced or seen. So, you know, that's probably a closer representation if you put breath sounds instead of all, you know, Hebrew words that went around. Um, you know, that's what I was trying to explain is what the mechanism for operating the spiritual gates looks like. But it's more like a holograph. So it'd be, you know, you'd see it in with your spiritual eyes not your necessarily your physical eyes. And you'd have letters, like you'd almost have rings like a tree within that circle that go up in the layers and you have, um, and each of those, you know, have breath sounds around them as well, but it's living, you can interact. Um, so those are some of the, you know, the spiritual gates. Um, that one, is there a spiritual gate that, you know, Satan uses from the synagogue of Satan. Absolutely. Um, you know, that, and one that is the synagogue the of Satan. <laughs> Let's just be clear. Yeah. yeah, we'll be clear about that. So, you know, the enemy uses that to go straight to the throne room of God. Um, but that's what we're looking at there. So they called it the pomegranate. And what was interesting right. about it is, and because you had sent me pictures because you had found something that goes, this is what the gates look like. And then I found this right. video. And uh, and so, you know, that's how God works with us sometimes. It's just <laughs> absolutely incredible. Um, but the, uh, 
I noticed on the pomegranate, there's actually even a gate on it. And mm -hmm. then what you pulled out, and, and the, so you see the breath of God, which are the words, essentially. Right. So, it, so it's a representation of what the actual gate looks like, and they are spherical. Uh, but this one in particular, you said to the throne room of God, and is that signified because it had kind of the tongue of fire on the top of it? Well, when you open it up, too, there's a, a veil that they have with fire on it and specific words on it as well. So it's not because it had the flame of fire on there, that's like, or the pomegranate top, you know, but all of it is interconnected. You know, in scripture, that's the closest thing the Lord can come to to describe, you know, certain imagery. So it's interesting. We have to ask, why did God choose the pomegranate? And, you know, if you open up a pomegranate, it's filled with seeds, with life you know, and it's one of the most life-bearing fruits that there is. So it's very interesting that, uh, you know, in the same way, when you open those, those portals, um, there, there is life in there. Like, I don't know how to, it's not like a person or a being, but all of creation is living and you've got the life coming from the word of God as these different tongues are all speaking at one time, you know, and proclaiming their praises or saying what they're supposed to be saying. So. And so you have to understand, it's not that God is unable to describe these things. There just is not words in our right. languages to describe the things in the spirit. Uh, well, things... and we have to remember knowledge is the word knowledge means that you literally um, are entangling and experiencing it. So it's not always, you know, that knowledge is a, a way to word things or describe or a picture, you know, what is knowledge? It's that you literally are having this experience with this thing. So, you know, sometimes there's no way to put your experiences into words. You just have to experience it. And speaking of experience, a complete surprise, ladies and gentlemen, right here, right now, Jesse is going to sing the song that opens up the gate. <laughs> you wish. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm so Your full wish of wish is my I'm command. Good. Maybe Tom can come on and sing with me. I think Tom All knows right. the song. <laughs> it, so, it rhymes with itsy bitsy spider. Did you know that? You can sing the Greek alphabet. No, totally. You know, Alpha Beta Delta, or Alpha Beta Gamma Delta Epsilon. <laughs> it totally goes to. If you want to remember the Greek alphabet, just sing the Itsy Bitsy Spider tune to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we have too much fun talking about this stuff, Jesse. We really do. But yes, so Jesse gave it away. Our guest today is Tom. And why did we start out with portals and things like that? Why? Because right now, if your eyes are open, if you are awake in today's society, we see all these things happening. And yes, they are trying to connect us to the grid. They're trying to connect us to the matrix. And they got a lot of their ideas from the author of the original script for new viewers. Tom Althaus wrote a script called The Immortals. 
And then the people who made the Matrix movie lifted about 40% of it and totally botched his script, but put a lot of money behind it and marketing and, you know, and stuff like that and, uh, and made this iconic movie. But it's iconic because it's not actually a film. It's a documentary. And it was given to our guest, Tom, in my opinion, prophetically, he has actually written uh, the fleshly version of the end times. And welcome, with pleasure, our guest, Tom Althaus. Welcome back to Right On Radio, Tom. Thanks. Thanks, guys. It's great to see you guys. It's just like, I mean, especially when the playbook that's thrust at us involves alienation and isolation. And I think a lot of people out there I refer to as remnant that actually follow, as you said, Jeff, there's a line in the sand now and we have to choose a side. We cannot be in the middle anymore and just be eating popcorn watching. We have to choose what side we're going to stand on. This is the end times. And uh, everything's coming together, like you said, prophetically. It's amazing. But uh, first, I want to show you something that we are actually very much brothers more than you know. I'm really quick to prove that. One second. So actually, we are. (laughs) And, um, you know, I just, you know, just wanted to grow that really fast just so that you know. Uh, the great hair, I really appreciate it too. Mom would be proud of us, I think. So, uh, yeah. Okay, so Tom, first of all, that is a that is great head of hair. Tom just put on a wig for those listening on audio uh, with uh, what I'm going to call really bitching hair. Well, and, was, yeah, uh, I mean, Tom, you're fabulous blonde. Thank you. Thank you. It's the truth. Truth. You, <laughs> you know, got the whole fake. Fabio thing going on there. You know, I mean, this is what actually much better than Fabio. Well, thank you. And I'm also so, holding this up here. I'm celebrating with sparkling. <laughs> Air cider here with you guys because it is definitely the time where the remnant is going to be gathered and uh, it's going to be a joyful time. There's good things coming. And you talk about the portal, that's something connected to the screenplay. You talk about, uh, you said about the tent, Jeff, and tents are what my mom's just got in scriptures uh, the tent, not dealing with the evil tent, stay in our tent. So that's really ties in all these synchronicities too. And uh, it's, it's amazing because there's so much I can talk about right now, but I feel like celebrating, I don't know if you can see it on me, my, my being or presence, but I've been so happy these last couple weeks, even though it's full on press right now, I've disappeared from Facebook, all social media, people are wondering if something happened to me, but I've been singing in the stores while I shop, you know, I love being a dad, I love that, you know, just like singing all the time. I'm very, very happy. And this is after everything's been applied and all the losses, all the horror, um, but we can come out the other end of this lift, celebrating God, God gives us what we can handle. And what I'm looking forward to is the gathering, gathering of like hearts, like people that choose the right side, that actively have the courage to take a stand for what is right. And that's just supporting those that are on the front line. That's also part of that too. You can't say, well, I didn't know what I could do. You can help. You can always help prayer. Uh, support financially you can get out there and stand with the people that have taken the blows in the front with the front armor and uh, make a huge difference no one has an excuse to be idle so tom you've said so much right there but i have to digress okay the biggest question on everyone's mind right now is why does tom have that wig (laughs) because i have children's touring shows that i did (laughs) And so I have, I've got Muppet characters. I've got like frogs that dance. I mean, I've got all kinds of stuff. So yeah, I could pull out, you know, tights 
you can see a man in tights. <laughs> you know, tights were my number one weapon as a child. There you, you go. Use them for everything. You That's know, right. I'd like time in trees and use them as a swing. I would use them to tie boxes together and pull the other kids in the train. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's great. No. That's right. Yeah, you can stretch those suckers across the window and make a hammock. You're absolutely right. right about that. The funny thing is that Warner Brothers actually used um, their attorneys uh, pictures of me from the show Cabaret. And they used that and entered into evidence to show that I was they were trying to say I was alter and all this other stuff. And look, he's cre creepy and all this stuff by using me as the MC publicity shots of me as the MC or photos. They'll go to an extent. But yeah, that's why the wig. So I, I just had to. I just had to. <laughs> oh, and listen, it was perfect, Tom. And, and listen, it, uh, people forget people forget that not only you're a writer, but you are an actor, and you've starred in plays and done all kinds <laughs> of things. And uh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it yeah. just uh, we had to go there. So oh, yeah. so Tom, let's let's start out with the gaslighting. Uh, certainly, uh, Jesse and I have gone through enough of it, and as Jesse alluded to, just her bringing out the you know the big stuff, the big reveals on the gates uh, a number of months ago. You know, people are saying she got it from Ghostbusters and everything, and totally gaslighting her. And then, mm -hmm. then we've got these uh, fake clergy guys coming out and trying to gaslight, her. and all they do is expose themselves. Like right. they, they take things out of context. They do think, and when people see, they're just lying. They're just lying. Yeah. But I know, Tom, they forced you to live through your movie essentially because they try to mock us and they they put everything in your face, but. More recently, they've been gaslighting you. Tell us just where's Tom at today and what's been happening with you? Uh, dodging bullets, but joyfully. What's going on right now is um, when you look at government agencies such as FIBI and CU, uh, what happens is they are actually following a playbook, as we say. And it's important for us to establish what that playbook has inside it. We need to know what the enemy uses, and that's an enemy. And what they do is they work with Hollywood, they work with the religious right, they all have an agenda for power, control of power, maintaining power. So anybody that's not in their fold, they say, if you're not with them, they're, you're against them. One of their biggest things is to turn it around and say um, that they're just protecting themselves. It's one of the biggest things you'll go through when you're gaslighted, is that they'll say they're protecting themselves from you. They'll tell loved ones, they'll tell associates, they'll tell pillars in your life that we're protecting ourselves from the target. And that's their excuse for bringing you down. They also will take your finances, your jobs. They do a thing where it's called, I call it anonymous. They contact your jobs and say, uh, don't work with this person. They're crazy. They're dangerous. They have to paint you that way in order to justify destroying you. And they use the word destroy. And what happens is they destroy every pillar in your life. And they're also doing that in our governmental systems. They're taking the pillars that are responsible for checks and balances and they're owning them all just like they're trying to own the portal. The powers are trying to make sure they control the portal. God has different plans. He has people he has chosen outside of their selections, their money and politics and dinners and wine and sex clubs. What their God chooses different ones based on the heart, which the government doesn't have ability to really judge. They'll profile us. So what's been happening? The 302. We know the 302. We have people from inside contacts that will sometimes tell us if you're at a certain level, which I know you guys are too, they'll start to tell you. They'll say, watch out, it's active right now. They're gonna try to shut you away. Why? Why does FIBI, CU, government agencies, Hollywood, Robertson, rely on 302? It's the loophole in our system. 
uh, that gets around any protections we have as citizens in this country. So a 302 means that someone has to say that you are dangerous, crazy, and that you've audibly stated that you're going to kill somebody. So it's uh, basically, as I've said, Steven Spielberg's minority report. It is pre-crime. So they can shut you away by just having a family member that's bought and well-rewarded saying that, oh, yeah, he said to me or she said to me they're going to kill someone. Now, they try to make it as painful as possible. In my case, they said I was going to kill my son. Are you serious? My light of my life, my child, the one who's done everything, the easiest. That's why I sing in the store. I love, you know, I love being a dad. He's so he's an honor student. Just tried out for soccer, made the team. He is everything. Plays the piano you see behind me. He just does it all. Wants to be the perfect mate in the future for whoever he marries. He just, he's just it. Easy. So they use that. They'll contact people to try to get them to say it. And then you buy off family to do it. Now, I laid low for four months. You may have noticed. I haven't said boo online anywhere. I haven't said a thing. In that time, they got bolder. And I do mean family members that are owned. They started to say this. They gave up saying, I'm going to kill my son. Now they're saying that I'm going to shoot them. What? See, play the victim. The playbook says they always play the victim against the target. They don't, they want you to be like, you know, that, that justifies why you'd be taken out. So now they're saying, I'm going to shoot them. I haven't talked to them. I, I'm busy raising my son and loving it. I'm busy spreading a word of light and love and loving it. I'm enjoying being on with you guys. I don't have time to spend even thinking about people that are doing such evil. And so they're saying that, then they're saying anything else that's like a talking point. Now, I trace this just recently back to religious right and Hollywood. The talking points that their attorneys used and that uh, the religious rights organization used was basically dangerous and crazy with a gun. And this was instantaneously. As soon as they decide to turn the tables on you, that's, and you may note that this will happen instantaneously in your, in your lives. And so I went from being everybody loves Tom. You know, we all, uh, you're going to most, most likely succeed. You're the glue that holds our organization together. You're up for rewards. You're, you know, you're our cable program announcer. That, so all these things suddenly switch to, oh, they also said, like, you're too nice for this world. That switches overnight to crazy and dangerous with a gun. Uses uh, <laughs> a child, therefore, he's going to, you know, have this hatred and anger. Jekyll and Hyde is a statement they use that covers the niceties. Like, I'm nice guy, like you guys, nice guy. I laugh, I love, I have sense of humor. So they have to get rid of that, cloud it with people that would be used against you or the public's image, too, of you. And so they say that you're a Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, sure, he's sweet, but then he turns on a dime. And they'll say he hurts these wonderful people, people that have treated you badly. And uh, so they, they, what they say, too, is the contacts like these family members that are bought that are now bragging about trips they're going to take, exotic trips. They're bragging about already. The rewards are shown in flash. They reveal themselves. They're saying that... Um, oh, what is it that that I am? Oh, that they're just protecting themselves. The organizations are just protecting themselves, and that's why you know Tom's brought it on himself. And then the Hollywood groups are saying the reason um, you're going through all this that's being done to you, they'll say, is because you dared to face us down. You dared to face them down is what the contacts say. Well, let me yeah. just jump in there really quick, Tom, uh, and and bring in Jesse here as well sure. because. Uh, why is this important? Uh, why are we covering what's happening with Tom? Because the same things are happening to Jesse and I. Mm -hmm. And guess what? 
ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to stand for the truth, if you're going to make that crucial decision to stand on the, the God side in the coming days, months, years, who knows the timing, it's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. What do you say, Jesse? Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, the same things that are happening to you, Tom, you know, they start to target your relationships with your children because that's where people, you know, are most inclined to listen, you know, because the majority of people want to keep children safe. So, you know, mine, one of mine already has passed away. So they start to target that. And again, they want to paint that veil that, you know, I'm a threat to myself, I'm a threat to others, I'm a threat to my children. So, you know, the line is, you know, well, she's a queen mother of darkness, she's programmed, she just doesn't know it. So there's this evil dark side just waiting to surface. Mm -hmm. Uh, She killed her own son in a ritual, he didn't really die in an accident. People are really saying this to me, that I killed my son. By the way, right? right. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, don't send me these email craps or, you know, don't say that to my face anymore. I'm not going to listen to it, but you know, they want to paint that, that I'm a threat. And then, and then again, you know, those who are closest to you will start to say things like, Oh, I always felt so threatened by her. I could always sense this dark side. I just didn't know what it was. Well, you know, right after these people betrayed me, the Lord gave me a very specific message for them. Two of them, you know, he specifically had them do jobs. One prayed over my bloodline and over my blood mm-hmm. and cleansed me from all unrighteousness, renounced everything. He did that in the spirit of the Lord. And, you know, he's meant to testify that there is no evil there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one, I'm just going to be straight up, was mm-hmm. baptized with me. And the Lord even had us question, why were we baptized together? It was so she could testify to the truth of my heart, you know, that there was no evil there. So, you know, these people, um, you know, they they paint that exact picture. And, and even words that I'm getting now, you know, they, they put things out there like, you know, she's a weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> and it's like, People, you have no idea what I've had to give up. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if I was going to destroy massively, it would have already happened by now. I think that, you know, the the truth that things haven't happened is testimony to the control and the surrender of my heart to Jesus Christ. That mm-hmm. even though there's a ability, you know, my heart is so surrendered to God that I'm not going to step outside of his will you know, and, and what is his will? His will is that none should perish. You know, he desires all to come to a knowledge of the truth. And so for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of be, bringing people out of that darkness, you know, I I have that control. And the testimony of that is the peace. And they take the things that are your testimony, mm-hmm. you know, that you too, Tom, you, you've got that peace and that joy and they say, well, they're survivors. They've had such terrific trauma. That's not right. Mm-mm. Something must be wrong. They must be crazy. And they make people question the truth of, of what the spirit of God is really testifying in you. Um, and so, you know, those questions, those doubts, they push those. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, it's time for us to really, you know, there's power in that testimony. There's power in those who said, you know what? I believe in Jesus Christ. I'm mm -hmm. cleansed by the blood of the lamb. In fact, I'm here to testify against this wickedness. I'm here to tear down these wicked strongholds and to, you know, break open this yoke of oppression to remove it from the people. And, you know, that's the thing that they fear the most because as that wickedness is revealed, people's sins are revealed and people don't want to be laid naked or bare or exposed, but yet they'll, they'll lay others naked, you know, and put out stuff that isn't even true. They'll, they'll assign sins and wickedness to you. And you're like, huh, okay. But, uh, you know, yeah. What you're saying is so powerful. You just froze right there for a second, but an example too, it's so wonderful to be brothers and sisters in Christ. I, I get emotional. I still have the feelings very strong, but it's a loving feeling. It's like, you guys mean the world to me. And hearing what you just shared, Jesse, you know, it's like, I know what you're going through. Boy, do I know it. And God's not letting us be isolated anymore. I would say, Jesse is my sister. And there's a heart there. You can see the peace. You can see the goodness. It's time to stand for each other and for God. We are his vessels. And we were made to do our work. And we're doing our work. We could say to the other side, what are you accusing us? What have we done? What have we said that you're saying that we're dangerous to society? What do you say? What do we done? What have we done that would say that we have uh, worked against God or made a threat to you? What have we done? We've done great work. We've done prophetic work. We have done what we're supposed to do faithfully, diligently, while they're out partying and traveling the world. Just recently, to go along with what you said, here's an example, and you can verify this is how they work. My sister and brother who's getting bragging about the rewards while my mom's watching my dad die right now. My dad's dying in hospice. I'm not saying that for pity. I'm saying it because here's a point to be made. My dad's on FaceTime with me and he says to me, Tom, you mean the world to me. You're a straight shooter. You mean the world to me. I'm so proud of you. Now, what happens with the brother who's with Disney and Spielberg? What happens? He leaves the room as if he's going away waits outside the door. Now here's his translation of what just I just described. So he tells the family that my dad begged and begged for me to be cut off from the phone and to leave. That was a beautiful moment with a dying man, a son honoring his father, a dying moment, a memory, a legacy of saying, I honor you, dad. I love you, son. You mean the world to me. How is that translated to, he was begging for him to go. He was begging that he left the room. He's afraid of Tom. What are they doing? And then they say, my mom goes, this is what my uh, husband said. This is what um, Tom's dad said to him. And then my sister, who's with Brian Fitzpatrick, the congressman, you know, who's just really coordinating everything. She says, it's all lies. Liar, you're a liar, liar. And then, uh, very bad words cuts my mom off. What? Because my dad said that he thinks the world of me. That's how far they go, isn't it? That's how far they go. They've got to paint an image that we're 
despised, disliked, and that there's somehow the authorities on it. So that's why the 302 has been placed in motion. They have to say that I was going to shoot somebody. And then they have the right to send their police guys in in SWAT gear. Pull me again from Maiden. But it's going to fail. It's going to fail. But that's, I know that's what we face. I feel for you guys. This is part of their playbook. They have to make us evil image while they make their own images great in order to take what we have and profit so off it. Here's the mistake that we make. And it's it's a natural one to do. And I would say Christians and even people more on the right-leaning uh, political uh, persuasion, uh, although we know there's only one party, but people you know who have align themselves more with the right than uh, than the left all make a mistake. When the ac- when the accuser comes, we play defense. the The left, the accuser, doesn't play defense. They play hardball. Mm-hmm. And you know, you brought up your dad. I'm going to tell you a quote from my dad that I've lived with all my life. You want to play hardball? Welcome to the big leagues. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to throw it back at you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when people come against us, we're not sitting back anymore. Mm-hmm. We're going to attack. Mm-hmm. And, you know, thankfully the Lord has put together a really great community and we've got an arsenal mm-hmm. now. If there's something about you, you attack us, we'll find it. That's right. We'll put it out there. The accuser becomes the accused. That's right. But we will do it in righteousness. Mm -hmm. We will do it with evidence. Mm -hmm. And truth. We will stand together. It's time to stand together. The remnant is gathering. That's what's in the screenplay. This now is the time. It's the time. And it's so beautiful this time. That's why I'm singing in the stores. I see what is and coming. I see us celebrating together. And that's why I showed this today. We're going to celebrate together. We we have made it through a gauntlet of absolute hell, cruelty, deception. And they know, as you said, just they don't want to be revealed. And that's what I keep getting. They don't want to be revealed. They're so angry that I do interviews. Well, I'm only going to speak the truth. And with the evidence, as you said, Jeff, this is our time now. And that's what's happening. We know their playbook. They're upset about that. For my life, Disney does the same thing that the um, Phoebe does, government Phoebe, that Fitzpatrick's part of, and also what Religious Right does. They all do the same playbook, and they work together to do it. They make billions off their targets, and they don't want to be revealed. So when they do evil acts against uh, innocent people, they make the innocent their target. They whispered that through Avatar. They put it in their own films. The, the main guy says when they want something, they make you the bad guy and they take it. Yeah, they're right. That's what they do. And in that film Avatar, which I was told was um, ripped off the same way my piece was, and some of my piece was thrown in while they're ripping off the Avatar writers. They took both works, Cameron and those guys. And in it, they put the family names again. And it's very funny because they put my cat's names as some of the main players. Max <laughs> and, yeah, Max and um, uh, the other guy, I forget the other one was, but it's like they put the cat's names in. Norman, Norman, Norm and Max are the cats. So they put them in there. Then Tommy is the one that's killed, Tommy. And then they keep they keep doing this in the films and it's an inside joke. Their time for jest is coming to an end. 
you know, they really don't have a sense of humor. They try to do a stinging sense of humor. Well, and, and Tom, you brought up the other part of their playbook, and it's really become evident now when you talked about the minority report, because, you know, we're all supposed to have this right of uh, innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. And now it's no, 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 you're guilty and you really don't have a chance to prove your innocence. That's right. That's right. You know what? You no. Here's, no a sound, say, here's a sound that the only sound that haunts me yet, the only sound that haunts me yet is this. That's a sound of goons in police uniforms, SWAT teams with automatic weapons daring to come to my door and scare my family to death on false charges. I am sick of the police force being pawns for evil because they get a paycheck for it. These guys should not be wearing guns. We need to redo it all. They are bought, sold right down the ranks. And they're attacking innocent families and terrorizing them in the USA and other countries. I'm well, not not all cops are bad cops. I well, want to be clear about that. But certainly the uh, police will certainly follow what they're ordered to do. And the, that's uh, the, the brotherhood uh, definitely has placed people in very top positions. Mm-hmm. And, they and then the rank care. and file uh, do follow orders. And they these guys it. have to grow a conscience and... And what I would say to the rank and file, uh, because I know we do have some cops that listen, and uh, and we love cops. Uh, we think we know that we do need law and order. We need laws to protect people. Uh, so we're not we're not defund the cops. We're not no, any I'm of not that. Saying that. I'm but saying, don't I, hold on, good. just just a second, Tom. Uh, for the rank and file, you have a weapon at your disposal now that you need to use. And that's your body cam. Mm-hmm. When your superior is giving you an order that is unlawful mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. or it's unethical, it goes against your oath, you need to have that on your body cam because, again, that is the evidence base in which we fight back. And we need the cops. I'm telling you, the cops can make or break what's happening in the world right now. We really need the cops. We need them to have a heart and follow ethics. And that is a problem because now they're mixing the police, policemen and women with the psych field. Now they're actually having the psych departments in the police departments sharing the same place. Why, guys? So they can rubber stamp 302s instantly. It's the main weapon. So that's what I'm saying. This is all through police departments. When you're in an area like Virginia Beach with uh, Religious Right, they work, these guys work with Robertson. They work with them. You call a police station down there with a complaint on Mr. Robertson, and they'll say, they'll put you with the main guy who handles all complaints dealing with him. They'll say, we're not going to deal with him with this. You call Warrington Township Police, and they'll say to neighbors, we're not going to do anything about this. Those cars pulling up in front, harassing them, they, they have every right to do it. We're not going to do anything about it. When we call the police to deal with something, they come, they support the <coughs> perpetrators, not us. They'll tell neighbors, you better get inside. You don't want to see this. Well, they have automatic weapons. What's that mean? They're going to kill people. And 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 by the way, just uh, for people who are new to Tom's story, Tom has been probably our most prolific guest on the show. And when he mentions that name, Robertson, he is talking about the one of the first name, Patrick and the Mm -hmm. 700 Club. He's concerned about his legacy now. That's what he's concerned about. So now these guys are all concerned about their legacy. The guy from Disney, Michael Eisner, they're all concerned about their legacy. So now they have this amped up PR move where they're saying, you know, 
uh, there's such a great man. He's done such great service. He's such. No, I haven't. No, they haven't. They have done a lot of evil, a lot of evil collectively. And as you said, they're afraid of being revealed. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's time. I think God's giving the call to be bold, to speak up. Police, I will say this. There's a lot of good people out there that are in the police departments. And when it comes push to shove, when they're told to do what they're told to do, they will do what they're told to do. That happened at Robertson's organization himself. I was supposed to serve papers to Pat Robertson. The police officer came in, a new guy came in and picked me up in his car. I said, well, I'm trying to student to serve papers. So he says, just get in. I'll help you. I'll drive you on. He drives me on the property. We're surrounded by, this is back in the day, surrounded by all these uh, security guards that have automatic weapons and everything else. They separate the policeman from me. They told me that he was told that he really effed up when he brought me on the property to serve Robertson. It's innocent. It's knockless. Just serve the papers. And then he testified against me in the court saying I criminally trespassed. That's the man that told me to get in the car. And he was told he screwed up. That's what I'm saying. This, the police structure, the way the job is set up, it fails. It fails miserably. I don't think there's a police officer that's going to do the right thing when push comes to shove, when their family and salaries on the line. I think they're going to do what they're told to do. That's my beef. That's my problem. And I don't want this sound ever heard by my son again. Well, we do see yeah. some of them starting to stand up and starting to reject and starting to stand with people uh, around the world. It is yes. only a few right now, but we pray that it is contagious. We and need a Christian uh, movement. courage we need a Christian is contagious. Yeah. We need a Christian movement in the police departments worldwide. We need them yes. to step up and be heroes, not stooges. It's time not to be the gold cloaks from Game of Thrones. It's time to be actual real heroes, real men and women that stand up for the rights of their citizens. It's time, someone, police officers, start a movement. Say no to your superiors telling you do damage to innocent families you're ruining lives. You are pawns, don't be pawns. Be men and women, real men, real women. If you're wearing that badge, wear it with honor. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, Tom, after that, you deserve this. Who's right? Who's right? He's right. Thank you. <laughs> I don't want anybody to go through what you, Jeff, Jesse, and I have gone through. We have lost children. And we're told by contacts that they were taken for that very reason. To control us. Now they want to control the portal. I'll bring it back to that. The portal. They want to control it. I've had visions of the portal. And it is a globe. A glowing globe. And in my vision that I've had, a waking vision, there's like these jointed, three jointed arms around it. I guess that's because humanity has to do their own mechanics in order to make this work. But God is giving us these visions, I believe, because he's choosing certain people to bring it about. I don't think God goes, oh, that's the elected officials. I'll work directly through them. I don't care what they're doing behind the doors there and the evil they're doing, the children and others. I'll work with them anyway. Well, they're getting so much publicity through their programs. I'll work with them. I better work with them. God doesn't work that way. He goes, I have made you wondrously. I know the hearts of my children. I will choose the children who most are obedient and stand together and have the right heart and purity. I will choose them. The USA government does not know how to choose the right people. There are good people in our government, but there's an agenda going on right now that's scary and huge. Mm -hmm. And we are not here by accident. We're in the most powerful country in the world. 
and we're going to change this peacefully into the most godly country in the world. And we're going to make it so it actually does the job we're designed to do. We're not here by accident. I wasn't given this by accident. This was given me for a purpose to speak. I didn't want the job. But when we have the right heart, we're given the work. The workers are few. Well, it's time to fill the fields with the workers. It's time to fill the fields with those that are willing. Join us. Get on the wagon. Help us drive this home. And we'll celebrate the whole way. Be on the winning team. Work for your father. Absolutely. I think he gives us the feelings. They can mock us for it. I think if they parodied me, they'd have a guy get on crying all the time. But the thing is that we're supposed to feel. God gave us as a gift to feel. And we can feel for each other. That's a gift too. We can embrace one another. That's a gift. We can go through hell and come out standing strong, still cradling the children and still standing for each other and taking each other's hands. That's courage. That's power. They have these programs about going to Mars and with Elon Flux and all these guys. You know what the biggest problem they're facing for going to Mars? Loneliness and alienation. They don't know how humans are going to survive. They could put us right on that team right now. We are used to it, aren't we? Being alienated, isolated by ourselves. We thrive in wilderness. We thrive in being alone. My attention, Tom, that having that time alone in the wilderness is God's gift to us. It is. We're not afraid to be alone. And when we reunite, we're not afraid to show we care. This is living. This is what life is. My sister and brother will say I'm a bad father. As they accuse you, Jesse and Jeff, what have we done except love them tremendously? The one psych person I went to to get measured said, Tom has tremendous empathy. He's a gifted genius. Well, that doesn't work for the Wachowski's agenda and the Warner Brothers and the religious right and, and this organization's working with Hollywood. It doesn't work for their agenda. They don't want it. They want us painted bad, don't they? But the facts are we are who we are. Our actions always show it. We don't have to pretend. So we got the advantage on the field now. We don't pretend. We open our arms willingly. There's no moment of what I need to say. How do I need to look? We just open up and speak. We just do it. We just yeah, do we it. just do it. Like, you know, I, I love, I'm just a giver. Like I'm somebody, you know, I'm always looking at situations, seeing what people need. Mm-hmm. And when the need arises, if I have a way to meet that need, I just do it. You know, it's not even, it's like second nature. It's not even a thought that I have. And that's right. you know, Jeff's like, you, you give too much, but, but that's just me. That's who I am. It's like, there's a need. I can help with that. Here you go. You know, but they take even beautiful things like that. You know, they try to steal from us. And, you know, I've had people who are like, don't, you know, don't accept anything from her because it's cursed. She's putting mm-hmm. hexes. She's bringing demons into your home. And, you know, it really takes away the joy. It's like, man, I was giving because I love you. Mm-hmm. And, and they take those gifts, they throw them away, they check them out the window, they, you know, stomp on it. And then, you know, then they attack your heart and the motives of your heart because of it. And the truth is, you know what? I'm meant to delight in just giving, like God made me that way. And, you know, the attacks, they, they come on the outside in every way. And then it's, meant to the enemy takes it internally you know Mm -hmm. 
where they, they want to tear us down in every single way that they can, make us ineffective, make us not enjoy life, make us stop doing what God made us to do, because they know, you know, this day, this time, this hour, we're the warriors God chose because we're the faithful. And it doesn't matter what they send or bring our way, you know, they've got a hard lesson to learn because at the core of our hearts is one thing, obedience to Christ. Mm -hmm. And they can't take that away. They can't break it. They can't, you know, rip it from us because that's our heart. We're obedient to Christ. You know, that was so well said. I know, Jeff, you have some feelings on that too. It's like, they will throw everything at you and they actually feel, this is context that let me know, they'll actually do this to you, Jesse, in order to get you to turn dark. They feel that yeah. it's a strategy, a psychological strategy, where if they keep calling you these things, you'll start to go, it's not worth it. Nobody's getting me anyway. I'll just go ahead and do what they say. It's like even in Megamind, the cartoon, where the, the blue character goes, well, if I can't be good, I'll be the worst possible and use your skill set that way. Instead, we stay good. What I'm told by contacts, too, is that they're actually, these powers are jealous of us. They're jealous of the love we have for God. They're jealous that we're embraced. They're jealous that we have the talents. They're jealous that we keep coming back. These guys couldn't stand one second of what we've gone through. They would break. They cave in a moment. They're cowards. They know it. They know it inside. We're not. And they see us surmount and surpass and continue and laugh and go. And they're like, what is going on here? It's like the Grinch watching from the mountaintop. And they can't understand how we're still singing. So what we need to realize is for any of us going through this, especially us too here, we're not alone, are we? I have two beautiful people in the room with me and a whole group of people with us right now. We're not alone And the deeds that we've done that are good, Jesse, the deeds that you've done have not, they're not going to be forgotten. Our stories are going to be told for generations to come, but God has designed it that way to be examples that we don't go through this again. These times don't happen to others again. That we are as a nation, as a world, we don't go through this again. So we are what people in the future will go, what was it like to be Jesse? You are going to be known. And one of the biggest things they throw around is, that their legacy and how they're going to be remembered. Well, I'll tell you what, God's already designed it. You're never going to be forgotten. You're never going to be forgotten. And I had the good fortune, just like the end of Troy, the story where they go, I got to live in the time of Jesse and Jeff. I got to live among those that stood strong and tall and cared. And I will speak. And I wrote this and this has changed the world. Well, I'm writing more. And I'm going to talk about friends and loved ones that stood in faith and I have a gift set they can't comprehend. They still don't understand the work because it's all right here. They had my notes and depositions and discovery. They had my drafts of scripts. They said they have no working drafts. They make up as they go along with my work. They still don't know it. It's all right here. It's all right here. So we have the gifts, the blessing, and the go-ahead to be bold now. And to say, as Jeff told me, I love the words he said on the phone, the line is drawn. Choose a side. And I choose the side of the heroes. I choose the side of those that have a heart. Jesse, you do have a heart. You're an amazing person. Jeff, you're, you're like my brother. You are my brother. And I'll put the wig back on just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah. I feel left out. Then it's kind of like being in a show with two twins. <laughs> no. 
but that's oh, he can pull out a brunette as well, Jesse. I'm there you sure. go. I, I do have a brunette wig too. Yeah. So, oh, Tom, bad man. But the thing is, like, this is going to be great, guys. It's going to be great. I'm so sorry we lost what we lost. Taking a child is the worst thing you can do, and they put that in their films. We're going to honor them. We're going to honor them. That's right. And we're going to lift those that are living and lift those that have passed and taken from us. And they're going to be proud of what we do. And we're going to do the work. We're going to do the work. The whole thing is the other side doesn't believe we can do it. All we have to do is just do the job. We've been equipped, blessed, created, designed. Just do the job. It's like walking through the gate. Let's just do it. And we'll hold each other's hands and lift each other up as we do it. I am proud to walk this way and I have no regrets and I'm sorry for That's our right. losses, but I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. But our sons get to see me every night as I go before the throne right. and I lay my Ruth apron on the ground and I say to Satan, divvy up. You That's owe right. the alimony. You owe the restitution. Start filling the apron and you know, darn it. It's going to be so heap and full with treasures including those generals that he's got to put in there, you know, 60,000 of them out of the darkness, he's going to pay for them. You know, it's like, you're, you're going to, you don't get to go without payment. The Lord's already decreed, you know, you, know you, just, you just made me think of something, Jesse, just made me think of something so important. When we go through this for anyone going through this as Jesse, Jeff and I have, you start to feel like you have to watch the way you present yourself. You have to, I better not, laugh. I better not cry. I better not. No, don't operate from their directives. Don't operate from their oppression. Be yourself. Shine your light. Do what you would do with the ones you love that you still have that haven't been turned or bought. Do what you would do with them. Celebrate your life, your moments you have with them. And don't fear. Don't be afraid. God doesn't call us to be afraid. That, that's not what we're to do. When the enemy sees us being strong, loving, that they can't dent our armor after, I mean, sure, when they take our sons or our daughters, we're going to have a moment where we're going to be, and we can take as long as we want. Take as long as you need to grieve. No one sets the parameters on that. You do. You have every right as a parent. And, and nobody tells you how to grieve either. No. You know? So You that's can grieve however the Lord leads. That's right. So be careful in cyber world, anyone who listens to make judgments because we as humans make quick judgments. We decide well, how they look or how they're looking or do we believe them because of how they're sounding. Let's go on the works. What have we done? Each of us. How have we served? Have we said anything bad or have we stood for good? If we have lift those that do lift those that actually are working in the field and join us in the field. How can we do that again? Prayer finances, giving a word of love, sending a message. We love you. We believe you. Those words right there, we believe you. That goes a long way for those that have been targeted and suffered. The full blunt of the playbook. So I, I got to chime in here real quick. Yeah, please. Uh, Tom, you hit it on the head. You know, I've been, you know, encouraging people and just saying, you know, when they reach out to me, when they send me a personal note, again, please don't make them too long. But I have several wonderful people. Um, you know who you are. They send me, you know, a little email or a little text every day. And it's just like, here's a verse God gave me or 
you know, I'm praying for you. I love you. You're amazing. Keep going. You know, I'm right here standing with you. All those little words of encouragement, um, just, you know, they keep me going. And, you know, it gives me so much strength throughout the day. And even the keeping it real, you know, not always focused on the problems or the grief. You know, there's times where we just want to have a normal life. And, you know, there's times where there's say, you know, they'll say, hey, just go out, you know, go take a walk, go go do something fun for yourself, you know, and and we need those. We need people to remind us that we can do that. You know, that we don't have to stay holed up because people are shooting at us Mm -hmm. or the moment, you know, we are living, you know, I get attacked that way too, that, well, there must not really be a threat there, you know, must not be danger. Um, And it's like, you know what, I know every time I step out that door, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm risking my life. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like when I was a kid, I can't be looking over my shoulder 24 seven technically that's what they classify as paranoia if I do that. So, you know, they try to get you in that double bind Mm -hmm. it's like people, I just want to live. And at some point I have to put my faith in motion and say, God, you've got my back and you know, you go before me, you go behind me. And I have to trust that if I have people that are there with me, you know, helping that gives me more of that sense of security. Like I need that physical, tangible feeling of security. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing to have your faith in operation, but you also need that physical side too. Mm-hmm. So understanding that this is the way it is, you know? Yeah. And if you're living in fear, if they, they come against you and say, you can't go out and do this because there isn't a real, so, sorry, no, no, no. If you're living in fear, you're not living. Mm-hmm. Right. right yeah it feels so good to step out that door i've had cars follow and i'm told that they're there to send a message that can get to your son anytime that you're never safe yeah i will offer them cookies i will actually go up to the window <laughs> I, I do i do i'll get them cookies he does too <laughs> I, yes my favorite is you know i mean i tell all the mothers who get these cars that park in front of your house and you know they're watching you They've got the full black tinted windows. You can't mm-hmm. see in them for mm-hmm. a darn, you know, and they'll just stand there as you come around the car. They'll just sit in there and do nothing. I said, have a big plate of cookies with lots and lots of buttercream frosting. There you go. Walk up, knock on that side of the window. And when they don't roll it down, you just slap that sucker, you know, on their windshield. <laughs> what is their auto reaction? Without fail, they always hit that, uh, Windshield wiper, yeah. the water spreads that butter all over, right. and yes. awesome. then they got to get out to get that butter off there, and that's when you start taking your pictures. So You know, and this is, you know, right. I had a camera with that. I have, a, I have footage of that very thing, the dark tinted windows. They had yep. chased my son down with his friend. He wouldn't go for a walk. So four men in a dark tinted, as you said, follow him and then get out and start screaming get out of you know this bad language which i didn't just say there but they're like bad language screaming at them yelling threatening them they run through stickers and mud to get back to the house and they park out front again we call the police and i say don't worry the police police won't do anything about it right. won't do anything about it won't give names said they're just kids having fun those what, were adults what was that license plate number again uh, the picture That's of it. what i, I, I get what was that plate number? That's what the police usually say to me. 
Well, yeah. we got the pictures and everything. And you're right. They just sit in there while you go around their car. So that's what they do. And that's something. And the yep. police will back them and protect. They know they got protection. That causes a real problem. But you're right. Yeah, cookies. So that's it. We go outside. We're not afraid. And Share they the see love. That. And they get bored with their job. They, they, the, one of the perks for them doing this is that they're causing an effect. They're also signing their timesheet and doing their job and checking off their list of work list. Well, I went and tried to scare them. But when it doesn't work, I've been told by contacts that they actually are just doing their job because I said they look bored in their car now. They look bored. Right. I take a picture and go back to my work. So, so you, you got to follow, if someone's going to follow that advice, so they have to follow Jesse's advice very closely. Mm -hmm. If you bring donuts out, like likely they will undo the window and it will foil the plan. <laughs> so you right. do need to have the buttercream and, uh, and do uh, execute properly. Yeah. You know, it's, it's wild. I, I have this image in my head that stays with me. The one image in my head that stays with me um, which is right with my child's children being born is five police officers all looking in the door with automatic weapons for what, for being a good father, for writing a blockbuster screenplay. What, why are you here? Why are you here? Why? Cause someone said that you're going to kill somebody. Why? Well, I haven't said that. I haven't said it anywhere. We never would. Nothing's post. Nothing ever said. Well, someone said you would. What? That's all it takes in this country. That's all it takes. And you get yeah. no process. No process. Everywhere around the world. So, Tom, just because before we go, um, we got to get into your script just a okay, little bit. And, you know, right now we see, and we have to be very careful with the language, although because there's already been some names on this, I might not be able to keep it up on, uh, on the uh, main video platform uh, for long. But... Uh, Tom, with the, with the shots that are going on right now, the hokey pokey, they're putting on this glycine oxide. I forget geo. I'm just going to call it always get mixed up on the names, but yeah. we know that it can essentially make you a battery. It can make you an antenna mm -hmm. and in your script, people actually became batteries and became connected to the matrix we see this playing out right now tom mm -hmm. what insight should our listeners and viewers and you know family in this community know about what they're doing right now because we're at that part in the movie right now right now yeah because the movie talks about being chipped it talks about the neural link in detail which elon musk is now prompting as his great grandchildren one of them that's all detailed in our script and so the idea is there's a lot of bad effects from these things so and in, in, in the screenplay it warns you that the chipping can also be a device that um will destroy you in the end and what i've been getting lately is that if you're chipped then that could be something that releases something at different times intervals as it degrades so it can be a way to time capsule uh different ways people just dropping as long and even the injection thing going on so the whole thing is um, planned. I, I look at it as the mark of the beast. It's kind of like you're, you're getting this thing going on, which God led through this creation of the screenplay as be very careful. Um, the thing too, with the ear, anybody who hears the sound in the ear, you're going to hear something like this. Oh, like yeah. It's supposed to cause sleep deprivation. 
That's one of the excuses to put you away. They'll just say that the reason you're being confined and shut away for the criminally insane forever is because you can't, you have, you're physically impaired, seriously, seriously physically impaired. You're sleep deprived. It's like, that's an excuse they're going to go to when they can't create something else. And uh, if you, they can't say you're going to kill somebody, they'll use that. Well, these things are usually, it's the right ear. And what they do is, it's like, like you said, the, the fluids, the nanotech, things like this, which again, in Minority Report, when they do the pre-crime stuff, they also put the newspaper picture uh, scene as a newspaper freeze, like the stuff in the Matrix where they have my information in high school, all that stuff. In the Minority Report, they do the same thing, a quick clip of a newspaper on a subway being looked at, where it says nanotech beyond our wildest dreams, nanotech. It's telling you, nanotech is not... A boogeyman story nanotech is something where they got medical nanotech once it gets into the right where the bone is where your ear is it will send a signal it's a transmitter and it's nothing bizarre about it it's simple tech really when it comes down to what they're doing now it'll send a signal and they'll send like this now in the screenplay it actually is where um or the working drafts of it too the main character hears this very important phrase She's still alive. It's audible in the ear. So that transmitter actually transmits a voice saying she's still alive. Her heart did <laughs> impact, right? When he thought his wife was dead. Because in the real Matrix story, the Neo character is married, loses his wife, has a daughter. And that's why that ending scene is so important with the little girl hugging. It's supposed to be Neo pointing to the sun, son of God. So that's Jesse... What Tom just described is the voice of God project. Yeah, we've been bringing that out this week, yeah. So what they do at first is, in my experience, is they'll just have, like, somebody, like some people having a conversation. And you'll hear just a people having a conversation. That's it. Well, they'll usually say, oh, look, they're psychotic. They hear voices. Please. In these days, even academics like ourselves, people that are targeted, that are gifted geniuses as we're tested as writers that have proof of our work and awards for our work are going to start to hear audible sounds and these sounds are to keep us up at night and they'll even amplify it at certain intervals let you know they want to let you know people who want power and image and feel want to feel like they're you know clever which is big in hollywood these other agencies they want you to know they're clever so what they're going to do is they'll they'll do time intervals. They'll do 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. is when they'll amp it up. And suddenly what you'll have this layer of it, it varies on a random variance so that you never can take your mind off of it is the idea. You learn right. to cope. But it's going to get more because it's meant to, you know, affect your whole spiritual, all your spiritual senses. So you know, what they've been doing now is they all of a sudden will, um, like we've been going for many years with the static field interrupted. So it's almost like we've had no static or very minimal static. So now they've been turning on that static field mm -hmm. and it automatically then, you know, not only are you hearing, but you're seeing in the spiritual world, mm -hmm. you're feeling in the spiritual world and people don't know what to do. They're like, I just don't feel like myself. What the heck is this? You know? Mm -hmm. And so it's really going to get amped up with, as they, you know, put the voice of God project into its full scale 
mass, you know, operation. That's right. And they're also, they do still have the plan to simulate the second coming. That's in the screenplay, as Jeff knows too. They're going to simulate the second coming. That's supposed to be a big shock and surprise, shock and awe. No, we know what they're planning. They're now leaking it through their articles because that's a backlash to what we've done and said. So now they're leaking articles. Even I looked at um, the individual site, which is right. And he's saying that, yeah, we used to have this project to uh, the second coming, whatever project or something like that. So they're even letting it leak out right now because it's been revealed. The whole screenplay, the screenplay ending was to reveal that whole plan. The Matrix story was going to reveal that plan. And then Chelsea's kept the same ending. And well, so what's, what's so interesting out. about it is... Tom, we, we know the biblical accounts very well. Uh, Jesse and I have been running a Bible study on it. Um, mm-hmm. So our audience is very familiar with it as well. But what you wrote it from was more from the world side. Um, yes, a recreation. So you entered the physical things into, into a spiritual story in so many ways. And then, and then just tying it all back. To like this. So the importance of that video we showed at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, because they're building the temple, you're right. They're putting their plans mm-hmm. out right in front of us. So, so, you know, I know there's some people and, and we agree there is a satanic system, mm-hmm. but a lot of people yeah. say, no, 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 it's not going to be one man who rises up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. And he's going to walk into that temple and he's going to sit on the throne. Well, we keep getting this guidance about build the temple, build the temple. I think there's going to be a, a real temple built, a different one. And it will be of the people. It won't be the powers. Just like there'll be, maybe there'll be a portal, but it won't be their portal. There'll be a different portal. And so the visions I'm getting that I've had, I'm seeing that God is selecting remnant to do the work not government agencies he's selecting remnant so all these guys feel like they got all this power the cigar and brandy club and actually the real ones it's like samuel picking david and others to yeah. do the work he's groomed us designed us knew who's better to do it than those of us that are called and what's interesting is the scientific community i saw this thing not too long ago where in geneva they had a meeting of scientific minds the best minds they thought they could gather And they were trying to talk about, you know, where does the world creation come from and what's going on in the world. And in Visions and Guidance, when I was writing the piece, I was getting about, you know, parallel universes, things like this. And now they're talking about that being a thing and opening a portal. Science is catching up with the artists. Science is actually catching up with the artists. Is the artist that God is a lot of times using. And we create that art. We're prompted to create this, what we're seeing, what we're feeling. And that's the beauty of it. If he wants to communicate in a really effective way, which he does, choose the artists, not the politicians. Well, it's always created in the spiritual first. So it's created in the minds of a a son of the creator Mm -hmm. uh, or a son or a daughter. And then it manifests in the physical through through different things. So, you know, absolutely. Well, Tom, (laughs) what an awesome time having you back, man. Um, Thank you for coming back on and coming out of, uh, Listen, sometimes we need to go through those uh, those quiet times. And uh, I know personally we're all kind of in them right now, aside from yeah. this mass communication platform we have. Uh, on personal notes, we're, we're very isolated in many ways. So, mm. um, But it, we count it as a blessing, uh, you know? Absolutely. I was supposed to draw <clears throat> them out. I was supposed to draw them out. It's like in Gladiator, the sea snake on the floor, the water, they say. Lay still. I was given to lay still. And let them feel powerful. They're really cowardly. The other side is cowardly. They cast cowardly people that sell out. 
for the rewards. And so they move in when they feel like you're not going to do anything back. And now it's time to speak. This is perfect timing. But while you're laying still, they reveal themselves, as you said. They reveal themselves. And boy, did yeah. that out came everything. And Jesse, I'm so sorry that this is so hot right now for you right now. Yeah. But let me be with Jeff saying, world, here is a beautiful soul. Here is somebody who's done a lot of work, a lot of kindness, a lot of hard work, giving, giving all she has that the world may be better and God's glory shine. And I'll, if anybody has a problem with that, talk to me and I'll stand up for my sister and my brother. Amen. Thank Amen. you. So Jesse, before I make a couple of announcements, actually, uh, any any final thoughts? Oh, she disappeared. Nope. Just uh -oh. no final right thoughts. Uh, okay, I'll go into the final thoughts. So first of all, as it's been laid out today, this is a spiritual battle. So we got to get into the battle, and folks, uh, you don't have to do this, but it, I just have I want to mention it. <clears throat> excuse me um jesse has her course out dominion and authority by jesse it's on right on you.com that's right on letter you.com and there's a coupon uh that's going to save you 20 bucks in the uh, description below the video uh so if you want to do it it's really well worth uh taking that course and you'll want to jump on there right away but here's the announcements i want to make if you are not on our Telegram channels, you need to get on our Telegram channels and the channels are down below. So you download the app, uh, Telegram. It's a free app. Uh, we have free speech there and we also communicate on there quite a bit. We do chats and stuff like that. But this Saturday, <coughs> oh, excuse me. It's terrible. I'm just getting over mm -hmm. this thing. But on Saturday, not only on uh, YouTube and on Podbean at seven o'clock, we have the Saturday night sermon right after that at eight o'clock we have our first oh oh I don't have it ready to show I want to show the art I've mm -hmm. it's called the sing and poor prayer celebration <coughs> sing and pour so pouring out the love pouring out God's blessing and I'm telling you it's going to be a really special time we want you to join us for this weekly prayer session right after this Saturday night sermon. It's going to be 8 o'clock on the Right On Radio main channel. Just go there, click join, and you'll be in. And it will be interactive as well. So you'll get to pray or sing if you so desire to the Lord. But you got to join Telegram to get on there. Yeah, that's going to be an amazing time. So, I, you know, as Tom said... We are all family. We need to start just gathering together, worshiping the Lord, keeping our focus on him, getting in the word, devoting ourselves to, you know, the Lord's teachings and one another. Absolutely. Jeff, you're muted. Oh, and speaking of getting together, Jesse, you will be there on Saturday. I will. And I will as well. And who knows, Tom might even show up as well. Like that. I, I'm not I promising because I didn't ask him beforehand, but yeah. we're going to encourage Tom to show up and spend some time with us in prayer. Send, send that Tom guy a link. That'd be cool. Yeah. So it'll it's going to be in the link in the description. Download, uh, download Telegram and uh, click the links. We've got a chat channel. 
Chat is for chat, people. We just chat. We can discuss the show, discuss the things that came on, discuss other things. We have a digs channel where we, everyone kind of throws up news that they're seeing and puts it all together. And then we have a main channel, which is more curated news by a very small team of individuals that curate the news onto there. Uh, so more vetted stories and stuff like that. And we actually have a prayer channel as well, uh, which is just for prayers, but it's tech it's writing prayers it's not uh putting any intel it's not we're not having the thing this is going to be on our main right on radio channel at 8 p.m and we've got some warriors in christ that are going to be on there you don't want to miss this (coughs) oh and it just came to my mind so we've got two things happening on saturday we've got the saturday night sermon we've got the prayer maybe there'll even be a third thing all right well guys okay cheers cheers god bless we'll send off with blessings thank you so much it's going to be a great time exciting the world's changing thank god for you guys you as well tom oh jeff mike jeff mike i think he's singing <laughs> he's he's silently practicing that. <laughs> I, 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 my throat is so dry, I kept uh, muting myself so the uh, cough didn't come through. But I was just gonna say, listen, remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio.